Hello, Cryptonauts. Today we are recording for December 14th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats. Starting off with Bitcoin settling at $34,715.15 with a 1.6% loss. Second place, Ethereum settling at $1,315.24 with a 3.8% loss. Third place, Tether settling at $1 with a 0.3% gain. Fourth place, Polkadot settling at $16.92 with a 6.8% gain. Fifth place, XRP settling at $0.29 with a 2.8% gain. Sixth place, Cardano settling at $0.36 with a 1.5% gain. Seventh place, Litecoin settling at $143.59 with a 5.4% loss. And eighth place, Bitcoin Cash settling at $481.54 with a 4.3% loss. Ninth place, Chainlink settling at $21.28 with a 3% gain. And tenth place, Stellar settling at $0.28 with a 1.5% loss. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall total market cap is at 1 billion. 10 million. What is that? 1 billion. 10 million. 565,000. No, hold on. Billion, million. Trillion? Oh yeah, we're in the trillions. One trillion, ten million, five hundred sixty-five million, sixty-four thousand, seven hundred fourteen dollars. Down by one point five percent. Can't believe we're in the trillions. Wow. So I remember when 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 the market cap was literally in the hundred in the hundred million dollar range. That was a while back. Yeah. All right. So that is your top 10 daily stats. Let's get started with your crypto news of the day. All right, Cryptonauts. Next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news and CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. All right. I just did right now. Alright, first news coming in from Sharyuwa Malwa, former PBOC governor. Digital Yuan won't threaten US dollar. Zhu Shaoshuan, the former governor of China's central bank, the People's China the People's Bank of China, said in a conference on Sunday that the upcoming digital yuan is not being issued to replace existing fiat currency. Lo- local publication SCMP reported this morning. Instead, the digital currency will function alongside the currently used digital payment system offered by nations and private operators. Much has been written in the past few months about China's upcoming digital yuan. Officially, the Digital Currency Electronic Payment, DCEP, and its aspirations to ease into global payment systems and gradually become the backbone of the payment in Asia after its launch in 2022. Tests have been widely successful so far. Over $300 million were transacted as of last month, and a test, net, and a test last week, a TAP payment feature that mimics cash payments, saw, saw a record of $3 million in transactions over the weekend. But nonetheless, but none of this is meant to contend with fiat money around the world, Note, notes Zhu. Some countries are worried about the interna- interna- internationalization of yuan. 
We can't push them on sensitive issues and we can't impose our will. We must avoid the perception of great power Calvinism, he said. All right. Next news, written by Matt Husey. Markets recover as industry marks 10 years since Satoshi's disappearance. It was an odd birthday to celebrate. Then again, the crypto industry has a habit of celebrating offbeat moments across the weekend. Members of the crypto crypto community marked the 10-year anniversary of Satoshi Nakamoto's disappearance, and much debate was had. But while that was going on, the crypto markets paid their respects by recovering from a bruising previous week. Since December 11th, Bitcoin's price picked up picked itself up from $18,000 and has managed to spend two days above $19,000. In doing so, it broke its previous realized price all-time high, according to data metric site Glassnode. The realized price is, that, is what companies use to work out the price of Bitcoin in use, as opposed to Bitcoin that has been lost or unused for years, like Satoshi Nakamoto's billions, for example. As a result, Glassnode's all-time high number is $7,670.15, as opposed to the number you see on most price trackers. That boon has helped the global market cap sit above $560 billion over the weekend, with only a marginal downturn of 0.02% as of this time of writing. Alright, next news, written by Liam Frost. How $600 billion could move into Bitcoin, JP Morgan strategist. A strategist at American bank JP Morgan Chase has suggested that insurance companies and pension funds around the world could invest $600 billion in Bitcoin, Bloomberg reported today. Mass Mutual's Bitcoin purchase represents another milestone in the Bitcoin adoption by institutional investors. One can see the potential demand that could arise over the coming years as other insurance companies and pensions funds follow Mass Mutual's example, wrote JP Morgan strategist Nicholas Panigritsoglu. As Decrypt reported, Massachusetts Mutual Life Insurance Company recently bought $100 million worth of Bitcoin for its general investments account, aiming to get measured yet meaningful exposure to to a growing economic aspect of our increasing digital world. Alright, next news, written by Tim Copeland. Real Vision hires new president as a double down on crypto. Financial TV company Real Vision has hired Travis Kimmel as its new president to oversee both the traditional finance offering and its new crypto-focused. Real Vision is led by CEO Raul Paul, who has personally invested 98% of his liquid assets into Bitcoin and Ethereum. The company itself has also invested 10% of its cash holdings into Bitcoin via BlockFi, and it's finding a lot of traction in the cryptocurrency space. Quote, Our goal is to apply our years of experience covering the macro and capital markets to serve our overreaching mission of democratizing finance in the cryptocurrency space. That means continue to expand our coverage in the finance, tech, adoption, and culture of cryptocurrency markets, Camel told Decrypt. Alright, good move. Next news, written by Scott Chiplina. Vitalik Buterin sold half of his Bitcoin in 2013 to avoid going broke. I remember this. I remember this very well. Vitalik Buterin, co-founder of Ethereum, had to sell half of his personal Bitcoin in 2013 to avoid going broke, according to a tweet published today. Buterin is one of the most well-known names in the crypto industry, as well as co-founding Ethereum. Buterin also co-founded Bitcoin Magazine several years ago. Buterin commented publicly on his personal wealth, saying he's earned 137,000 CHR per year, approximately $154,000 from the the Ethereum Foundation. More, More recently, estimates puts his net wealth around 100 to 200 million dollars but it hasn't always been easy for the mind behind ethereum quote several years ago before ethereum Ethereum even began i had only a few thousand dollars of net worth vitalik said adding i i nevertheless sold half of my bitcoin to make sure that i would not be broke if bitcoin went to zero 
The tweet followed Buterin's advice to never take out a personal loan to buy ETH or other Ethereum assets. In saying so, he was referring to, to podcaster Peter McCormack, who is being sued for libel, for libel by, Coin Geek, by CoinGeek chief scientist Craig Wright, who had tweeted that he took out a loan to buy Bitcoin. McCormack Riley replied that he w- wouldn't recommend taking out a loan to buy Ethereum either. Okay, next news. Written by Scott Chaplina. Hacker steals $8 million from Nexus Mutual CEO. Nexus Mutual CEO Hugh Karp has suffered a remote access hack to his computer that resulted in the loss of 370000 NXM, or approximately $8 million. The hacker tricked Karp using a combination of modified MetaMask and hardware wallets into signing a different transaction that trans- transferred funds to the attacker's own address. The hack has been described as a targeted personal attack on Hugh by Nexus Mutual via its Twitter account. Karp described the attack as a very nice trick and next level stuff. He also said that the hacker will have trouble cashing out such a large amount of Annex M and said, if you return the Annex M in full, we will drop all investigations and I will grant you $300,000 bounty. <laughs> wow. Crazy. All right, next news. Written by Sharyuwa Malwa. As Bitcoin booms, Tether hits $20 billion market cap. Dollar, peg, dollar pegged stablecoin Tether reached a cumulative $20 billion market cap across the various blockchains over the weekend, as noticed by Crypto Insight Group Unfolded. The figure for reference is equivalent to Iceland's gross domestic product. Stablecoins are a surging part of the broader crypto market with over $26 billion locked in a subsector as per, as per data from crypto data provider CoinGecko. They are usually pegged on a one-to-one basis with a certain fiat currency or can be algorith- algorithmic products like DAI. In Tether's case, each token is backed by one-to-one with its reserves. All right, next news, written by Liam Frost. After SEC lawsuit, Kin begins migration to Solana. The developers of the Kin cryptocurrency are making the final preparations before tomorrow's move to the Solana blockchain. This will be the single largest migration in history of crypto, according to the announcement published by Kick Engineering today. The, the Kin the Kin ecosystem has more than 55 million total accounts, making this the single largest migration in the history of crypto, given that we are taking a measured approach to make sure that everything runs smoothly, said the, said the post. Solana is touted as a high-performance high, uh, high performance proof-of-stake blockchain that supports smart contracts and decentralized applications. Prior to its migration, Kin was initially launched as an Ethereum-based ERC-20 token. Alright, good luck. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Google goes down, Bitcoin stays up. A number of the services provided by internet giant Google includes Gmail, Google Google Docs, and even YouTube went offline across the world for nearly an hour. This outage was witnessed in countries such as US, UK, Russia, and Europe. Users were getting various error messages when trying to log into their Google accounts. For example, Google Docs reported that it encountered an error and suggested users try reloading this page or coming back to coming back to it in a few minutes. Similar, similarly, Gmail stated that accounts are currently unavailable and recommended to try again later. Adding that, that's all we know. YouTube's message was the previous one just stating that something went wrong. While the outage may occur semi-regularly on media platforms and providers today, dis- disruptions is notable because it took down such a large number of Google services at once. Down, de- down Detector, a website that aggregates information about websites going down, also registered a spike in users reporting problems with Google today, according to Down Detector's map. 
Outages were reported in many parts of the world, but it looks like the most severe ones were concentrated in Europe and London. According to the BBC, a spokesperson at Google said that they also were unable to access their mail-in accounts during the outage. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. Next news, written by Liam Frost. We're trying to defend crypto industry, says CypherTrace CEO. Dave Jevans, CEO of blockchain intelligence firm CypherTrace, sat down with Daily uh, with Decrypt Daily podcast to discuss whether his company's de- declaration declared pro-crypto stance clashes with the work it is actually doing for the governments and regulators. Quote, Here's the thing, people should have financial freedom as much as possible, but there are there are regulations that are in place that are real, that are coming, that have been in place, that we just can't do anything about as individuals, Jevin asserted. Under such, such circumstances, a company can either help people play by the rules, helping preserve privacy as much as possible by influencing policies to keep crypto in line with its original design, one step away and say, screw it, I'm not doing anything, the CypherTrace CEO added. The firm specialized in cryptocurrency-focused anti-money laundering, forensics, and blockchain threats intelligent solutions. Essentially, it develops tools to track and potentially de-anonymize de- de- crypto transactions. Alright. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Homeland warns of major breach in software used by U.S. governments. A group of hackers reportedly com- uh, compromised certain software tools used by many Fortune 500 companies and a number of federal agencies, according to the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and cybersecurity firm FireEyes statements published yesterday. The software in question is IT monitoring and management tool Orion, developed by SolarWinds. Per FireEyes report, it, used, it, it is used by governments, consulting, technology, telecom, and ex- extractive entities in North America, Europe, Asia, and Middle East. The firm explained that the hacking campaign is currently ongoing and may have begun as early as spring 2020. When the attackers injected their malware into SolarWinds software updates, the group reportedly used the so-called supply chain attack. Via this method, malicious actors can stealthily inject their Trojan into legit software update infrastructures. FireEye also stated that it had become one of the victims of a highly evasive attacker that used SolarWinds digital supply chain to compromise multiple global victims with sunburst backdoor. Hmm. That doesn't sound too good. Next news, written by Scott Chiplina. Investors bid $777,777 on Ethereum NFT with one second left. (laughs) As an investor bid $777,777 yesterday on a collection of digital art which includes piece inspired by technology, Star Wars, and nature during a nifty gateway auction. And there wasn't a second to spare. This is a little tweet. It says, This savage just bid $777,777 with literally one second left, the Nifty Gateway team tweeted. The auction itself saw two investors going head-to-head for the collection of artwork named The Complete MF Collection. Both Tim Kang, who goes by pseudonymous, uh, s- uh, pseudonym, El- what is it, Elias and another investor by Sedan, uh, pseudonym of Medicoven were locked in a competitive bidding war with prices starting at $200,000. In- inevitably, these bids had come head to head with King and Medicoven bidding $377,777 and $380,000 respectively. Then, at the last second, King issued his successful bid of $777,777. Well, there you go. Let me see. I want to see this photo again. 
it's a pretty cool photo I'll give him that that is pretty neat all right next news written by Robert Stevens this new way to invest in Bitcoin has already seen historic volume Crypto fund Bitwise Asset Management today announced that traders shifted more than $67 million worth of shares to its new crypto index funds in the first three days of trading. The San Francisco-based company debuted uh, debuted the Bitwise 10 crypto index funds on Wednesday, December 9th. It claimed that that this beat rival Grayscale's record for the Grayscale Ethereum Trust, which traded a little over $9 million in the first three days last June. The fund, which trades on over-the-counter trading desk OTCQX, Best Market, tracks the price of the 10 largest cryptocurrencies. It holds $137 million in assets under management. As of yesterday, it is composed of 75% Bitcoin, 32% Ethereum, and 12% scattered around XRP, Litecoin, Chainlink, Tezos, and others. Alright. Next news, written by Jose Antonio Lanz. XRP price continues to slide as Spark airdrops hype subsides. XRP hodlers are finding their way back to the harsh reality of the market after a joyous few weeks following a bullish run that led XRP, the third largest crypto asset by market cap, to gain over 300% to its price in less than a month. Ripple's token has now undergone a sharp bearish correction with significant uh, volatility in the process. Currently, XRP is priced at $0.49, representing a drop of 5.91% in just 24 hours and almost 20% in the last 7 days. For XRP, 2020 can be divided into two periods, the FOMO before the Flare airdrop snapshot and the FUD after Flare's snapshot. Flare Network promised a bridge between RippleNet and Decentralized Finance. It announced a Spark token airdrop for XRP hodlers who held some of the cryptocurrency on qualifying exchanges as of last Saturday. Alright, next news written by Robert Stevens. Bitcoin-loving senator hires Crypto Cowboy as Wyoming Policy Director. Cynthia Lumens, the incoming Republican senator who will bring Bitcoin to the U.S. Congress, has hired Tyler Lindholm, Wyoming's Crypto Cowboy, as the State Policy Director of Wyoming. Lindholm, who is also Chief of Ranching Operations at Beef Chain, a food chain supply company that promises blockchain-verified beef and sheep, will begin his new job on January 3rd, 2021, a little under two weeks before the president-elect Joe Biden's inauguration. Lynn Holmes, formerly Wyoming State Representative and co-chair of the Wyoming Blockchain Task Force, passed several pro-crypto pieces of legislation to encourage crypto business to the state among the Utility Token Act and the Digital Asset Existing Bill. Such legislation has helped the state attract big blockchain business. Kraken Financial, the banking arm of crypto exchange Kraken, won a license from Wyoming to set up their nation's first crypto bank. IOHK, the, cre- the creators of Cardano, opened a blockchain lab at the University of Wyoming. All right. Sounds real good. Next news written by Jason Nelson. Pornhub now accepts crypto only. It appears that Pornhub, <clears throat> Pornhub, the world's largest adult website, is only accepting crypto for its premium service. The move was noticed on Sunday at, today after Visa and MasterCard cut off payments to the website last week. The big credit card companies cut off the Canada-based porn, uh, porn platform after the, a New York Times article detailed instances of the website permitting uploads of videos depicting minors having sex and women being assaulted. Visa and MasterCard's decision is the latest and most impactful st- inst- instance of payment processing blocking funds to Pornhub or its performers. In November 2019, PayPal began blocking payments for to Pornhub performers. Soon after, Pornhub began accepting Verge, Tron, Tether. Now Pornhub also accepts Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Dash, Ethereum, Ethereum Classic, Litecoin, Monero, NEM, 
Tether, Tron, Verge, Zcash, and Waves. All right, next news, written by Alexander Bechrens. CFTC committee takes on tough questions of regulating DeFi. Oh, last news of the day. DeFi went under the microscope at a U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission virtual meeting today with one participant telling colleagues the emerging tech is a game changer. There are still plenty of questions about how to regulate the new financial species. However, the CFTC Technology Advisory Committee heard a presentation covering the ins and outs of DeFi today. The group of blockchain-based applications that offer financial services, including loans, asset trading, and interest on customer deposits. Unlike banks, however, DeFi protocols use smart contracts to execute user orders and reduce overhead costs. The presentation from the Virtual Currencies Subcommittee gave a high-level overview of the existing DeFi landscape and hinted that CFTC regulators may be seeking the most effective way to apply liability without stifling innovation in the sector. But the meeting also uh, demonstrated that there is not yet a regulatory path to stop the use of DeFi for illegal activities. The biggest challenge is determining liability. Gary DeWall, Special Counsel at Catton Munich Rosenman LLP and the member of the Virtual Currency Subcommittee raised the potential for the direct liability attributed to developers of DeFi protocols. There are a number of problems with that approach. In many cases, software development is protected by the First Amendment right to free speech in the U.S., and even if it weren't charging or arresting the original developers of the DeFi protocol, running on the blockchain won't stop the service itself. One of the key aspects of blockchain like Ethereum that are said to be censorship resistant that's often true as well as DeFi products that are often open source and developed collectively with anonymous contributors making enforcements against developers prohibitively challenging and expensive. Secondly, secondary liability generate, generated by helping or controlling a person performing illegal activities is also seen as a potential risk for DeFi liquidity providers, end users, governance, token holders, and even miners who process blockchain transactions. But in those cases, it's up to the prosecutor to show that people willfully aided wrongdoing other high thresholds to cross that could prove too costly to to effectively enforce. Alright, so that's it, Cryptonauts, we are done for the day. So with that said, Cryptonauts, there's a few referral links I want you to check out, one of them being the infamous CLSS Network, I highly recommend them, check it out, if you deposit $200, you get $200 using my referral link. $20 for free in crypto. Like that. On top of that, you're earning every single week crypto on crypto interest. Not only that, it is compounded interest. Not only that, if you buy crypto within the app, it is one of the most affordable ways to buy crypto. So, with that said, I want you to check it out. Also, head over to the, uh, to, to the Discord channel and chit chat with me. I like when people go over there and just ask me random questions. It's awesome. It's awesome because it gives me. It gets. It, sometimes there's people that ask me some questions about some blockchains that I've never even heard of. So it gives me an opportunity to look into new new blockchains. So, with that said, Cryptonauts, uh, I will catch you all on the next one. Adios.